Like, first of all, can you elaborate a little bit, uh, like, you know, when you were saying you're quite good at this, right? Um, navigating the ambiguity. And then obviously, you know, with, with, with an ambiguous environment, a lot of times you gotta, you gotta anticipate, right? You gotta think of, you know, numerous scenarios that's gonna play out. You're gonna take a little bit analytical approach. Uh, and then some people, they have intuition. That's really good in, in navigating, right? Uh, so what was uh, for you? Can you elaborate a little bit on that front? And then two, is that how is that connecting with your, uh, like being, I don't know, like the younger child you mentioned? Uh, I'm also curious, yeah. Yeah, I, I think on the, on the first front, around navigating ambiguity, mm -hmm. I think yeah. it's first acknowledging and accepting that this is an ambiguous environment. You know, so it's like almost like being thrown into the into the swimming mm. pool. Mm. You know, you first need to accept like, hey, it's gonna be cold, I'm gonna be freezing, and I'm gonna need to mm. figure out. Like, I think sometimes people struggle with ambiguity mm. uh, because, like, for example, if a decision was made and the decision needed to change, mm. then they get very uncomfortable because, like, oh wait, I thought you just made a decision, you know, to whichever mm. leader, um, mm. and it doesn't sit well with them. And I think that 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 to me is. First, not accepting that it is ambiguous, right? Because when you accept that it's ambiguous, you do know like, hey, ideas and thoughts or directions may come. Mm. They probably will change. There's probably mm. an element that, that you may even end up doing a 180. I think first mm. needing to be able to accept that we're mm. all trying to figure it out together, like from the leads mm. all the way down. And mm. so almost not pinning it on anyone um, when, when, Things don't go in what you thought was a perceived way. One, right, which is is really important from a mindset standpoint. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the second one for me then is once you've accepted that ambiguous state, you then go into problem solving, uh, mm -hmm. which I think maybe I, I speak a little bit easier because I really enjoy that. So once mm. I've already accepted that something is ambiguous and then I go into problem solve and mm. I think I don't put the pressure on myself and maybe this is what I've learned from tech that, you know, mm. there isn't like mm. the likelihood that you'll get the best solution at the start mm. is probably very low, right? You probably need to have a few hypotheses. You're going to mm. try different things. Some things will fall flat on its face. Some things will be like, huh, okay, I didn't see that that would have been that, you know, mm. and you almost iterate and go mm. as you did, right? And, and so I think that also boils down to a bit of like, do you really genuinely enjoy problem solving? Uh, because mm. the beauty about that is, you know, that, that journey, right? Like of figuring it out. Uh, then from there is like tactics, right? In my mind, it's small tactics, like looking at the data, and then try to mm. break it down into bite-sized portions, you know, try not to mm. solve everything at once, probably mm. having a roadmap to say like, okay, I'm going to start at phase one, see how that goes, mm. evaluate if it, should, if it should go to phase two, or mm. do I go back to starting point to look at a different mm. option? I think those are more tactics mm. uh, that yeah. come up uh, in problem solving. maybe on the layoff side, right? So uh, 
like yeah maybe like what are the i know you know a lot of people have read your article as well uh but if you would summarize right what what would be the like the top three lessons that you've uh you know learned um from that experience oh if i would add further into what i've mentioned mm. uh, but i'll probably double click more into the time aspect mm. right and i found that one thing that i've really enjoyed is realizing that that trade off mm. can be a really good thing for you mm. uh, provided you make the best of the time in whatever mm. way that you want right so like mm. i've traveled you know i i've mm. gone to do things that i that i couldn't have mm. earlier uh, but i'm also making the time to be very intentional like i'm offering coaching hours i'm doing this session with you i just met somebody mm. for breakfast and i'm 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 signing up to be a mentor to people mm. like i'm also making sure like i don't do too much of it um mm. but i'm very intentionally carving out that time to help people because i realize like that's also one of the ways that i like being a manager and i don't need to be labeled a manager to help people right i can do it in some of mm. these aspects that we brought up mm. um yeah i think that's one and and i, I think the second one is in a mindset shift not mm. being tied to money and material mm. things too much right i think especially early on in the layoff it gets very mm. uncomfortable because you are used to a certain lifestyle and you're mm. used to a certain income flow mm. uh, but the sooner you can let go of that Mm. and you know of course plan your finances and be wise mm. but the sooner you let go of that you then realize there's a lot more opportunity to do a lot more things um and you can even do things like this that have no commercial value mm. but you get that intellectual or emotional satisfaction uh that in my mind can almost be as priceless if not more precious mm. than that actual money right so mm. i think that's probably the two main things that that mm. i would look at it right that opportunity to really uh go and, and mm. change